So James, we wanted to shoot this vlog so people could get to know you and we could sort of get a baseline starting uh, sort of here's James Hefke vlog going and then we're going to follow up. So you're going to keep doing the boot camp. We'll find out kind of what's alive for you in that moment. But in the meantime, what are some of the things that you think we should track like every time? What are we going to be tracking for you? Mindset, physically, how I, how I start weight? changing. Um, what about mental health? That too, yes, absolutely. Have you noticed a difference so far in oh your mood? Oh my gosh. That's a yes? Yeah, I'm like, yes, it, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So you're feeling happier? It, I somewhat at peace, you know, it's mm. I w happy, yes, moments there's of happiness, but I don't have that inner chaos going on right now. At mm -hmm. this, if we're living in the moment right now, my mind is okay. You know, I can be at, I'm at peace with myself. I'm okay at this specific present moment. I was like that when I woke up. I was like that all day yesterday. I was like all that, like that day, the day before. And I expect to be like that tomorrow. So we'll be following up with you. Absolutely. Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. And James Hefke's in the house. <laughs> hey James, hey, good Susan. to have you back. It's great to be here. <sighs> okay, so the very first time we shot a vlog with you, we've done two, this is the third. Correct. In the first one, you'd been doing Brightline Eating for 23 days. 23 days. And you had that at that point lost 26 pounds. 26 pounds. Yep. And today you've been doing Brightline Eating for nine months. That's 246 days. And this morning you weighed yourself just to commemorate this vlog. Yep. And you've lost uh, 131 pounds total. Oh, it's so great. And dude, <laughs> you look so different. I just gotta say. Do you feel amazing? I feel like a totally different human being. Yeah. Like completely, totally different human being. I can't even imagine what it would be like to have 131 pounds back on my body. So clothing sizes, you used to wear? So for, for shirts, I was a 4XL. Yeah. And then for waist, I was a 54. Okay, 54 inch 54 waist. inch waist. And I'm today your waist is? 38. 38 inches. And this shirt is an extra large. People who don't come from big numbers really understand. I could only shop at the store called DXL and it was where they sell clothes for people at really high numbers. Yeah. And it, I hated it. I hated it. What was your top weight again? Uh, 372 pounds. 372 pounds. And you reached that weight at what age? Uh, 28. 28. Yeah. How old are you right now? 29. 29. Yeah. So I had, I had my birthday during COVID and during Brightline Eating. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what did you do for that? Like, so nothing. no cake, right? It literally hit right when COVID hit, March 14th. So it was like... You didn't do nothing, nothing. Like, what did you do? Well, Legit. What did you do? I, I went out to dinner with some friends. You went out to dinner? Yeah. Did yeah. you have a blast? We had a great time. Did you miss the food that you didn't eat? No. At all? At all. Awesome. Got a huge salad. You're not just saying that. No. No, I'm serious. I got Dude. a huge salad and, and it was great. <laughs> yeah. And Yeah. I know you're not just saying that. I yeah. just want people out there to know, like, we're not just, we don't just make this stuff up. Like, yeah. it literally, the problem gets removed. Exactly. It's just gone. It's just gone. Exactly. And so, we just showed this clip of, like the first interview, yeah. and I asked you, what do you want us to track? And you said mindset, health, and mental health, Correct. all right? So what did you mean by mindset? Like tracking your mindset, how you were concerned about your mindset at the time, because you were serious about Brightline Eating, but what were you afraid would happen to your mindset? That it would, it would lose its pizzazz with me, that I would right. get bored with it, that right. 
maybe my the saboteur would start knocking on the door and want to take take control again and me go back to my old way of eating and because that that happened with every single other diet that I did in the past yeah that, that you'd start white knuckling it exactly. that it'd be hard exactly that you'd be grinding it out exactly yeah so how's your mindset Bright line eating feels like a part of my life. Like it mm. truly does. My routine. Like I tell people that I talk to in bright line eating that if I tried to eat right now without weighing my food, it would feel so strange to me. Mm. Like if I did that on a con- uh, consecutive basis. Yeah. If I Is that because you're obsessive and fanatic and because no. you're like clutching to this, you're obsessive and you've no. switched addictions? Do you, do you get that sometimes? People 100%. think you've switched addictions? 100%. Does it feel like you're addicted to anything right now? No. No, it literally feels like this is just what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. That this is the way that I eat, that it works for me, that the meals fill me the, the meals fill me up. Everything it just it just flows so well with me. Like there's no I don't have to put any effort into it. Yeah. I don't have to put any thought process into it, like uh, I want to weigh my meals right now, or uh, I don't want to eat my 14 ounces of vegetables for dinner. So is it fair to say you're thinking about your life now instead of your food? Exactly. Like the food isn't really exactly. a thing anymore? To me, when I first started Brightline Eating and I heard about people that that happened to, I thought that was impossible, that that couldn't happen to me because my mind was consumed by food. That's all I thought about all day long was what's the next fix I'm going to give myself, where am I going to go, all of that. And just to be clear, what were your food fixes? Like, what are we talking about? Fast food. Fast food. Fast food. drive throughs Yes. Multiple and times a day? Multiple times a day. Big, like, multiple things? Dunkin' Donuts in the morning, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell at night. Okay. Every time. And now, can you even imagine eating that food? No. I literally couldn't imagine it. Like, if... Did, could your stomach even handle the quantities <laughs> that you used to eat? Not at all. <laughs> the, I was probably eating around... 6,000 calories a day, 5,000 mm-hmm. calories a day, just, you know, that's ballpark. Rough numbers, yeah. Right, and it wouldn't really even fill me up. Like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't satisfy me in, in the way that I was looking for it to satisfy me. Um, it would fill me up to where I felt uncomfortably godly full, but immediately right after that, I would start thinking about what's my next meal that I'm yeah, going to have. Yeah, the brain and the elbow would like, exactly. the elbow would need more bending, the exactly. brain would need more fixing, and it wasn't fixed yet, like half an hour later. I used to binge the same way. I never got up to anywhere near numbers you did. I was barely obese, not morbidly obese, yeah. but I experienced the same thing, where I would, for me, it was um, baked, good, like baked goods that weren't baked yet. So brownie <laughs> batter that wasn't cooked yet, cookie dough <laughs> batter that wasn't baked yet. And never even preheated the oven. But anyway, I would like eat these things like massive quantities and I would, my stomach would be about to burst. So I had to stop eating physiologically, had to stop. There was no more room. I did once rupture my stomach lining, but, um, but then I would just lie on the couch. Like I couldn't move. And then I would just wait 30 minutes till I could take more bites. But there was never a feeling of being done, of feeling satisfied. Do you relate to that? 100%. Okay. So mindset checked it's easy now you're not white knuckling it it's like settled right Literally. okay health so you had uh which health conditions when you started bright line eating at the age of 28 can i just say at the age of 28 you already had what severe sleep apnea sleep apnea how is it now gone like entirely gone i haven't gotten a study done but i can sleep throughout the night without my cpap and i feel rested and totally fine the next morning what else um Severe acid reflux. Ooh, were like, you on medication for that? I was on medication for that 
and I even thought that I had to get my tonsils removed because they kept getting inflamed. Uh-huh. And when I went to the otolaryngologist, he told me it was acid reflux that was okay. making them swell. All right. And are you on medication anymore? How no. is the acid gone. reflux? Gone. Meditation. Med- medita- <laughs> medication gone. Acid reflux gone. Yep. What else? IBS. Irritable bowel syndrome. Gone. Gone. Were you on medication for that? Yep. Medication gone. Everything gone. IBS gone. Uh, what else? Uh, a severe case of plantar fasciitis in my left foot. Ew. Yeah. Ow. And that would impact you how? Walking. <laughs> like just everything. Walking. Yeah. yeah. It just right. it, walking, I, moving. Right. Existing. Exactly. Problem gone. Gone. Completely gone. Okay. So health check. How about mental health? So you you've had a lot of mental health challenges and. We were uh, postulating, I think, in one of the earlier vlogs, like which came first, the chicken or the egg? Like it's hard to say whether you started medicating yourself with food and oh, by the way, alcohol and drugs to like handle the mental health stuff, right? Or whichever way, right? But so you've been diagnosed with a bunch of things. Like uh, anxiety, depression, bipolar two, and- OCD. OCD, okay. Are you on meds for all those things? Correct, yes. Same dose as before? No, a little bit less. Okay, less. Which is, it was very strange to me that that started happening, that the the cases of bipolar episodes mm. have dramatically changed. Yeah, like you used to be sort of a roller coaster oh and now gosh. you're steady? It's, I had one in, in July, I had a bipolar episode. That uh-huh. was the first one since last November. Really? So yes. one, and you had a lot going on in July. We were talking about this in Correct. my kitchen, right? Like Correct. a lot, yes. just saying, a lot. And one episode in six months or seven months as opposed to in the past it would have been every month a constant roller coaster constant roller coaster never up down up down never ending nightmare and i just shot a vlog like i had a bipolar episode as well um you know last month and it was also like a bunch of legit things like a bunch of stressors and oh by the way there's this covid backdrop that we're all dealing with right (laughs) and um and yet you pulled yourself out of it it was less severe than before it wasn't even close to how severe it used to get. Because I remember a year ago right now is when my life was the absolute worst that it had ever been. Yeah. Where I was in a severe bipolar episode. And that episode- A year episode, ago right now, isn't that when we, you were suicidal? Exactly, back then, right? exactly. Just wanted out. Exactly, yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. You know, yeah. when I was medicating with food, drugs and alcohol. Yeah, and, and so you got clean and sober at that time, correct. right? Still clean and sober? Yep. Is that, wait, is that a year now? Almost. Almost a year? August 28th. August 28th. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Now, you've started exercising as well, which kind of, do you think that's helping your mental health as well? Absolutely. Now, you in my kitchen said, I don't know if you want to talk about exercise, Susan, which I think actually, <laughs> just saying, I need to talk about it, right? Yep. Because I don't, I don't know if I've ever shot a vlog on exercise, maybe one. Yep out of like 250 vlogs just goes to show you how much I downplay the exercise thing around here. But you heard the nuanced message from Susan Pierce Thompson around exercise. What did you hear that let you know that it's cool to start exercising and you should? Yes. What did you hear? When you get to a point where your food becomes completely automatic and that you don't have to dedicate any of your willpower to your food decisions and and all that, then exercise is okay. Then That's you can right. dedicate your willpower to the exercise. That's right. And you were absolutely spot on with your food for how long before that happened for you? Three months. Three months. Yep. And then you started exercising. Correct. Love it. And then there's one other thing I just want to add in there. So long as you're not trying to transition to maintenance at the same time, but right. you're not at maintenance right now. No. How long do you think till you're at maintenance? Do you have any sense? 
I think, I've, I've thought about this, I think I'll probably hit maintenance right at a year of doing bright line eating. Really? Yeah. No right, way. In December. So I have about 45, 50 more pounds to go. 45, 50 more pounds to go. You think you're going to lose 180 pounds in a year? I think so. I've seen it before. I really think so. I've seen it before. Yeah. And just saying, if you're mad at James, he's young and he's male. They get a faster trajectory. <laughs> if we could make him pregnant, he would lose weight even faster, but that's not happening. <laughs> okay. So what are you doing for exercise? Uh, two things. Cycling, a lot of it, and hiking. With an actual bicycle or like inside a house? Actual bicycle. Actual bicycle outdoors yeah. in the actual... Yep. Big bad world. I love that. It, so you're getting like fresh air exactly. as well. Nature, sunshine, exactly. wind in your face. We live right next yeah. to the Erie Canal. It's literally a, I don't know, quarter mile ride from my house to the where I can jump onto the It is canal. for me too. I should yeah. totally be biking on the Erie yeah. Canal. Amazing. I wrote from Spencer Port to the city the other day. So, what? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the front door. 35 you did not. miles. 35 yeah. miles. Okay, that's this bump for that. Dude. Okay, make it to Pittsburgh and I got two fist bumps I, it, for you. Okay, so cycling and what else? Hiking. Hiking. Where are you hiking? Menopause. You should come over, dude. We should we should go for a hike. I would this love that. Powder Mills Park. I but. would absolutely love that. Okay, we're on. Your bright line eating journey has not been entirely uh, crystal vase intact. Correct. You don't consider yourself a crystal vaser? Not anymore. Okay, so what happened? You had one break, right? I did. And when was this? It's about three weeks ago. That recently? Yeah. Okay, three, what happened? So I had a pretty rough month of July. Yeah, you were saying, right? right? Okay, July was rough. Yeah. One mental health episode. Exactly. So what happened with your food? That I used it to cope. Okay, so did you plan it? Like you're like, I'm going to go out and I'm really going to eat. In a way, it was, uh, I had a cottage weekend with friends and there was NMF like you cannot imagine there. Yeah. And we were cooped up exactly. with it. Had you planned to break before, like, had you, like, done anything leading up to the cottage weekend that kind of weakened your program or left the door open that you might eat? Um, I wasn't as active with my mastermind people as I had been leading up to that moment. I started getting a little cocky, thinking that I've had okay. this for so long that... So, so co- overconfidence. 100%. The overconfidence bias yeah. started to kick in for you. Yes. Okay. I'm a little surprised. And I, I was and, too. <laughs> and you and you dropped off on your support, but yep. that makes sense, isolation, given the hard time you were going through, right? Like you're just, you get tired talking about the hard exactly. time. Right? Exactly. Right? So at that point, it still wasn't about eating. No. It was just, you were isolating a little. Exactly. So your isolator came in, your isolator part. Are yep. you doing any parts work, James? Not right now. I, I want to get into it. Okay. You're working your 12 steps. Yes. Okay. So that's good. As long as you're always in some form of doing the inner work. Right. So finish your steps. Yep. Then we'll get you on the parts work. So your isolator part comes in. The NMF is in the house. You're cooped up with people who don't do bright line eating for how long? Five days. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was. I know. I know. So, so day one, you're okay. Yep. You're weighing your food. You got all your food with exactly. you. Yep. Day two, you got all your food with you. But the chatter started. But the chatter started. Yep. Day three. I broke a little bit. Okay, a little. So it's a slippery slope. Just exactly. Okay, do you remember what the first thing was? What was the first thing? The first thing was a cookie. Ooh. Yeah, I dude. know. I know. It was. <laughs> I know. And then it's like, well, so I know. Was, it, was it the what the hell effect and full effect at that point? No. Okay, uh, that's a good phrase. Yes. The what the hell effect that and full effect. That is a good phrase. I like that. Okay. No, it was. I think I had three cookies. Okay. Wait, no, 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 no. Actually, the first thing I had, I, I forgot about this, 
were breathments. Oh, yes. So I this had is why I tell sleeve. people don't don't do the artificial sweetener and those right. breath mints. The, the breath mints, the gum, yep. the, oh, it'll be the undoing of you. So had you been doing any breath mints before then? No, no. Okay. We, so we all, we all went to... See, there's a reason <laughs> I say this stuff. I'm serious. <laughs> we all went to uh, the grocery store to pick up food for the week. I got my Brightline eating food, but we're sitting at the checkout and I was, the chatter had already started happening. Yeah. You know, because I'm around everything. And, and then the saboteur says, you don't want them to smell your breath, dude. You gotta have a little breath mint. Exactly, and we're right at the checkout and there's the- There they are. There's the package right there and I just grab him like, this will be totally. fine. Totally. This will be fine. All right, so we don't need to hear that. I mean, yeah. how big was the bench? Or was it a bench? It wasn't terrible. It was, I didn't binge where I was eating a lot at one time. It was, I let a couple of days of, I had a sandwich. Sloppiness. Yeah. Okay, you know, let's get like that. past this. Yeah. Okay, now you're back yep. from the thing and Correct. what do you do? What happened? Um, it was harder than I expected, to yeah. be completely honest. Because I was telling myself during the time that I was eating that food that I'll be able to jump on easy, you know, yeah. like that I'll go right back to my old mindset right away. Right. And that's where I truly understood about the crystal vase theory. Yeah. You know? And here, for those who don't know, I was going to shoot a vlog on this, but I might as well just say it now. The crystal vase theory is basically, as long as your crystal vase is intact, it, your brain operates like magnets that won't, that won't go together. Like as, you could even think about eating that food, but you just can't. It repels, it repels, it repels. You need a, huge, huge confluence of factors, one after the other, after the other, after the other, to actually pick up the first bite. Once you pick up the first bite, you shatter the, shatter the crystal vase. It's like the magnets have flipped around and now, no matter what you do, you have a hard time not picking up the first bite. Right. So did you find that how you came home yep. and then you kept eating a little bit? Like you found it hard or? No. It was mentally. Mentally, exactly. You didn't get your piece back. It was white knuckling it. Yeah. For a couple of days. Back to the mindset piece. Exactly. My, your mindset was shattered. Exactly. Okay. But it has come back. <sighs> okay. It has come back. Yeah. It It's not as fully automatic as it used to be because I don't think you could have gotten any more automatic than it for yeah. me as, as it did, yeah. but I'm not thinking about, oh, it's okay to have a snack, or it's yeah. okay to do this, it's okay to do that. That has gone away. Where are you in your steps? I'm in on step eight. Okay, Yeah. so get get through those steps, yeah. honestly, because we need to get you doing some parts work, Yeah. because um, it's really like starting to understand the language of your, um, of your food indulger, yeah. part or parts, and the way they talk to you that's gonna be what's really gonna help you rebuild what I call, what I'm calling now a diamond face, which is basically, um, it's not breakable. It's hmm. just not breakable. Like it's it. sort of like, I'm really in this for the life. It's what I have. Yeah. I mean, after, what am I, 10,000 breaks later? Yeah. Um, and also many, 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 many years of consecutive Bright Lines, I have had both, right? And at this point, I don't have the fear that I used to have around breaking because it's like, well, I know how to get back on. Yeah. But I also don't want to go there because it's hard. It's hard to get back the peace and the automaticity. But here's the thing with that though. It is hard, but I know, I feel like I'm the diamond face as well. That I won't go back to that old lifestyle. I mm. will not, you know, I will not let that be a consecutive process ever. Um, I've, I've, Can I stop you right there, James? Sure. Because when you say that, 
I hear steel. Yeah. Like going down your spine. Yeah. That sort of certainty. If I could bottle that and give it to people, I would. If I had a magic wand and I could give people who need and think they want bright line eating yep. one gift, it would be that. The identity piece is so strong in you. Susan, people ask me all the time, how do you stay so consistent? Those wounds from when my food addiction was at its worst, they're still open. You know, I, I don't forget that stuff. I don't forget the not being able to fit in chairs and, and hating what, what I looked like in the mirror and, and wanting to not stop at a fast food restaurant, but I always did. Yeah. I don't forget about that stuff. You know, I'd rather die than go back there. So that's why I know that I'm never going to go back there fully, 100%. I know that. Yeah. In my soul and to my core. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And yeah. if I have to, and if I have to white knuckle it for a couple of days and eat my three meals, even if maybe I don't want to and, and I want a snack, but I'm not going to, I won't. Yeah. I'll, and you get a lot of support, right? Like a lot of support. I often say you can't fall off the, the uh, middle of the, the wagon, wagon, right? You <laughs> only fall off the edge of the wagon. You've put yourself in the middle of the wagon. Share with people some of the things you've done to keep your program so strong. So I might have a little bit too much support. Um, but we talked about that. Yeah. I, was, I was hiking right down there. Right down there I was hiking near my house. And we were talking on the phone. And yeah. you were like, I think I'm talking to too many people on the phone. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you need to set some boundaries, James. <laughs> Let me tell you about that. So, um, so you started some Zoom calls. Oh, yes. Or meetings. Yeah. Zoom meetings. Yep. And people can find out about them where? On the Brightline Eating official Facebook page. Brightline Eating official Facebook group, yeah, right? Group. It's a group. Yep. They can join that for fun and for free. For Anybody free, yeah. can. You don't have to be in any Brightline Eating Nothing. program. You can just get in there. Yep. And there's Zoom meetings that you lead. You, I host, yeah. You host. Yeah. And how do they go? There's topics. There's what? So I always start off as uh, intro uh, the introduction is my story. So let them know like... That's awesome because yeah. you're refreshing yourself, exactly. reminding yourself where you come from. Yep. And showing anybody who's brand new that might have just joined the page like, hey, okay, I want to see what Bright Lighting is about. Yep. There can be success. And you're in a lot of mastermind yeah. groups, aren't you? Yes. Like, like how many? Three. Three. <laughs> yes, okay. That are you're very like, active. A, a little excessive? Very active. I have one. Just yeah. so anyone knows, <laughs> if you're in one, you don't need to get in anymore. Yeah. And you make phone calls and stay connected and you're, you have an Instagram page. I do. People can find you on Instagram how? James Hefke underscore Bealy. I know that there are some things that people who haven't started Bright Line Eating get concerned about, right? Yep. That um, if they give up sugar and flour, they'll, they'll have a lot of cravings and it'll be hard, right? right. They'll be white knuckling it. They'll feel like they're missing out. Yep. How, how's your level of cravings right now? N really none. 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 And just saying, Research shows from the boot camp that by the time someone gets through the boot camp, on average, there are little to no cravings. That's like exactly that's across everybody. Yep. Little to no cravings. How's your hunger level? Like you're you're a you're a big man still, right? <laughs> you're on the bright line eating yeah. weight loss food plan, yeah. uh, which isn't that different for like a man your size or a woman my size. Correct. And how hungry are you? I rarely get hungry throughout the day. Ever? Right before I hit my meals. Like my body is, is so accustomed to the time that I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the three meals, that it digests the food to the point where right before the meal I get a little hungry and then I know the meal's right there and I'm, I'm fine. So a little, on a survey you would take very little hunger, very if, little if hunger. any, Correct. right? Yes. And just saying, on average, 
by the time the boot camp is over, people report little to no hunger ever. Like, just like you, either very little or none. That's like average. And with hunger, something I found out is that there is a big difference between actual physical hunger and emotional hunger. Mm, totally. Have you learned the difference? Oh, yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Nice. That if stuff is going on with me mentally, if I'm not in the right place, if I'm overthinking something or if I'm living in the past or the future, I'm more hungry. Nice. And you, and you now have a voice that says, this isn't real hunger. Exactly. I got something emotional going on. Exactly. And then what do you do? I cope with it properly. You know, I reach out to my people. I you make a phone call. Exactly. Basically, exactly. you make a phone call. That's right. what I do too. Exactly. Do you have any other uh, non-extrovert-related coping skills? What else? <laughs> what else would you do that doesn't involve talking to someone? Deep breathing. Deep breathing. Yes. Nice research shows that helps. Yes. It, well done. Thank you. It, it, <laughs> it playing with my dog. You know, like nice. Yeah. Silly Beautiful. stuff that truly does work. Okay, peace and serenity with food. Now, because yep. this is something that people are concerned about, they think, and we hear this from um, people who are trained in the eating disorder world as well, that when you give up whole categories of foods, and I just will say briefly, sugar and flour are not categories of foods, they're industrial processed products. Um, but when you give up whole categories of food, you crave them more and you're not peaceful. You're obsessed with the foods that you're not eating anymore. How is your peace and serenity with food? It's something I didn't think could happen. I really believe that. Is it like really high now? Oh my gosh. It's like when I, I love my process of, I, I probably eat a salad five days a week for dinner. Yeah. A big one, you know, yeah, and I, me too. right. And I, it's, it's a, just a huge salad. <laughs> Massive salad. And I love the process of chopping up the vegetables, putting it all together, making yeah. it look nice. Totally, me and too. I, and there's times where I look at that and I have a feeling of sense of respect, you know, yeah. that I'm, I'm doing something totally. that is just, it's good for you, James. Like yeah. this, is, this is getting you to a place where you've always wanted to be. Mad respect. And I feel the same way about my dinner salad, by yeah. the way. And for anyone who hasn't figured out how to automate their dinner, you want your dinner as automated as your breakfast, yes. right? Yeah. Like a lot of people in Brightline Eating eat the same thing for breakfast. Yeah. Do that for dinner. Yeah. And then your, your dinner issues will go away. So just saying, almost everyone at the end of the boot camp reports that their peace and serenity with food has increased, not decreased or stayed the same since they started Brightline Eating. Has your peace and serenity with food increased since you started Brightline Eating? It's, it's at a place where I didn't think was possible. Yeah, so, so much yes. that you can't even language it's, it. Yeah, exactly. totally. How about your confidence that you'll reach your goals with Bright Line Eating? Is that really high, like extremely high? I've never been more confident of anything in my entire life. Yeah, beautiful. So those are the main things that I always like to highlight from our research program. Are you in our research study, in the follow-up research program? I don't think so, no. Dude, dude, <laughs> dude, you're killing me. Okay, so this is good. So everybody who's out there who's done the Brightline Eating Bootcamp and isn't in our follow-up research program. Okay, so you go to the website, support.brightlineeating.com, and you say, hi, I'm James Hefke. I did the boot camp. I'm not in the follow-up research program. How do I get added? Can you please add me? Will you do that? I will do that later tonight. Promise? Promise. Pinky swear? Yes. Hope to die? Yes. Okay, with a non-maraschino, actually whole food cherry on top? <laughs> Which <laughs> is right. my favorite breakfast um, fruit. Cherries. Really? It's my favorite breakfast fruit. Frozen cherries. Thawed best. Sweet. Yep. Good tip. Yep. 
All right, so you want to do this thing with your clothes. You have the clothes that you wore for the very first interview. I do. Uh, and you've lost 130 pounds since then? Or no, so 104 pounds since then, 130 Correct. pounds total. Yeah. Do you want to go get those clothes on for us and see uh, what they look like on you now? Absolutely. All right. Okay. Oh my gosh, look at this. Okay, so these are the clothes you wore <laughs> yep. for the first interview. These pants. <laughs> That's redonkulous. Okay, give me these pants. Give me these pants. Okay. I think I've lost Susan Pierce Thompson. <laughs> You've lost 130 pounds? Yeah. I weigh 117 pounds. Uh, so I lost more than Thompson. <laughs> okay, let me see that jacket on you. That, that is the jacket you were this wearing. This is the jacket for the first interview. Let's see that puppy. Boom, look at that. Dude. Woo, woo. <laughs> Doesn't make it's sense. Like a, it's like a curtain now. Yeah. And these clothes did you really well. These were nice clothes. Yeah, I wore the, the, the jacket in a wedding. And uh, the pants I wore, I think, six months straight because they're the only ones that fit. And I was too embarrassed to go to the store to buy more. Yeah, there's a hole. Yeah, literally. Wore out because they're good pants, good jeans. They're like soft and nice. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to someone who comes from really, really big numbers and she talked about a process where she like, made friends with a fat version of herself, yeah. like did some healing work because she found that um, to have a healthy identity now, yeah. she didn't want to like berate or degrade right. her, like the, the, the person that she was, who was a really, really sweet, kind, good person who had grown in all kinds of ways, really wanted to advocate for herself and say, hey, life was really hard for me and I don't want you to like think so badly of me now. I want you to give me the respect that I deserve because life was hard and I did great. Does I, that resonate with you? So much. I really wish, there's sometimes I think about it, that I can go back and give that James a hug. Yeah. And just tell him, man, totally. it's gonna be okay. Yeah. You know, everything's gonna change. Mm. You don't have to suffer anymore. Yeah. You, know, you actually live your life. Yeah. Because that James, he was a hurt person. He was a really hurt person, and I've needed th I've needed this time to to heal and to and to get better and to figure out who I am and what's important to me and where I want to go. Yeah, come have a seat because I want to talk to you a little bit about that because you um you said something you said something about that, James. Um, you watched an interview that I did with Emily August, yeah. who also came from Big Numbers, yep. and extreme addiction like you and I do, right? Yep. And um, you learned something from her interview, or there was a takeaway, I should say, from her interview. Do you want to speak to that for a second? I had to give my time, I had to give myself time to heal. That uh, my food addiction controlled my life. Yeah. It was, it influenced every decision I made. It was all I have thought about everything. So I needed to give myself the time to be able to truly just focus on the recovery of my food addiction and get a foundation set so that when life happens, 
I'm not just going to crash and burn. Because right at the time of one of the earlier vlogs that we shot together, you quit your job. Exactly. Right? You yeah. quit your job. And so have you not been working during That's this correct. time? That's, That's correct. That's correct. That's awesome. Yeah. And are you about to work or what are you doing now? Uh, I'm actually going to go back to school for nursing. Brilliant. Yeah. And when does that start? In like three weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. Another fist bump, dude. You're starting a whole new life. You're building a new career. Yeah. I love it. So many people ask me, James, how are you successful? And I, I just feel like I found the, the key to my lock for food sobriety. Mm. That with the mixture of the science, yeah, the community, and my personal surrender and acceptance of my food addiction and realizing that I can't eat NMF anymore or yeah. it's going to keep getting worse. Yeah. That, thank you, Brightline Eating. It just it came into the perfect moment of my life. Yeah. And when people say, you said that people ask you this all the time, like, yeah. are you going to do this Brightline Eating thing forever? Yeah. What do you say? So I tell them I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I tell them that I know that today I'm going to do it. Yeah. Pretty confident tomorrow, week from now, most likely. But six months ago, did, did we know that we would have to wear a mask to walk into a grocery store? No. So we have no idea what the future holds at That's all. That's right. That's right. And you can eat that stuff next week, next month, next year. Right. What matters is you're not eating it today. Exactly. And that, that doesn't feel like some um, like disingenuous ninja mind trick that actually settles you down, like when you just think, no, I just have to do this today? It really does. It just, because that's, I had to come to that acceptance that all I have control of is today or is the action right in front of me. Because with my mental illness, I love being in the past and I love fearing the future. And if I can center myself for today, I'm okay. Brightline Eating, it, it, it's given me something that I didn't think was possible. I really didn't think that this was possible. I remember in my first interview where I told you I, I almost accepted that I was gonna be another statistic for the obesity epidemic in yeah. the United States. And you were headed that way. Oh, like 100%. that was not uh, a theory for you. No. That was looking more and more like possible fact, like yeah. one of the truest things in your reality. Absolutely. And now I look forward to life. I look forward to waking up and, and being able to do different things that I couldn't do in the past. You know, mm. my bike riding, my <laughs> walking to the, to the, go to the bathroom, like, like, <laughs> It all Going hurt. Going to the bathroom must be so different. Can it I all, just say? It must be so different. One of the biggest differences. <laughs> and if you're coming from really big numbers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Totally. Enough you know said, exactly. but I'm totally getting you. Brightline Eating even gave me love. You know, I found a... Wait, a, what? Yeah. Love. Wait, what? Yeah, a girl. A uh, girl? Yeah. Are you dating someone, James Hefke? I am, yeah. Um, we're, we're, uh, we're not going to say the name, but okay. uh, a lady friend. But we're looking at you, miss whoever you are. Okay, <laughs> a lady friend, yes. She messaged me a couple months back and wanted to pick my brain about Bright Line Eating. And, so uh, she saw a vlog. Correct. You met your girlfriend through the vlog. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. And? And she just started picking my brain and one thing led to another and now next week. Did she live around here? No. Okay, long yeah. distance love. Yeah. I bet you're in touch every day. Every Feeling day. in love? Yeah. That's super sweet. Yeah. Oh, honey. And I, and I see her next week, so I'm really excited. For the first time? For the first time. No way. In person. We FaceTime all the time, every day, but it's going to be the first time in person. And uh... All right. Whoever you are, Missy, we're all rooting for you. So we're all just cheering. That's really, really sweet. 
James Hefke found love through the Bright Line Eating vlog. And just saying a little bit more than that as well. James, anything that you want to say at the end here? I just want to thank Bright Line Eating. Truly thank Bright Line Eating. Um, you know, a year ago right now, my life was hell. It was complete and utter hell. Um, I hated waking up. I hated, I hated everything. You know, I, I, I wanted out of everything. Mm. And I didn't have an answer. And then a cascade of events happened to where I found a 12-step fellowship program where I met you. And uh, it was the perfect time where I was in the right mindset to really be able to, you can do this, James. Yeah. You can, you can do this. It's time to change. It's, it's time to have that shift of identity within yourself. Yeah. And it came at literally the perfect time. And it's still, it still doesn't even make sense to me what has happened so far, the shift that's happened within me. Yeah. You know. Uh, You're a different man. Different person. Yeah. And not possible. just because of the weight. I just want people to get that. It's not the weight. It's different in every way. Like believing in yourself. Yeah. Believe, like believing in your future, having hope again. Yeah, yeah. James, we love you so much. Thank you, and I love Bright Line Eating, <laughs> man. That's that's why I, I'm I'm so connected with people. That's why I. Uh, you are swabbing the decks of the mothership. Yeah. You are, you know, refilling the toilet paper rolls. You are chopping vegetables so we can all eat dinner. You are on the mothership, making sure it happens. I see you doing it. I see you doing it. We need more James Hefkes on the mothership. Just saying. Somebody let their hand out to me, which was you, when I when I needed it, and showed me the way. And it's my duty to do the same exact thing. That's how this stuff works. That's right. So the next person does it for the next That's person. That's right. And I'm still doing it. I get up at five ten in the morning these days, and I take three calls in my morning: one at six a.m., one at six fifteen a.m., and one at eight ten a.m. And I talk to those ladies for 15 minutes every morning, seven days a week, because I pass on what was so freely given to me. It's what we do around here. Exactly. I love you, James. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you back again. Absolutely. Probably after you've transitioned to maintenance. Yep. I can't wait to see you then. I love you, my friend. I love you, too. Well done.